Welcome to a Delco Nerd Network Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Rigucci, and this is Replay, Relive, and Re-Experience, as we like to call it, Re3, is where you guess that we do all three of those things to our favorite video game series. In this edition of Re3, we'll be replaying, reliving, and re-experiencing the Halo franchise, starting with Halo Combat Evolved and ending with Halo 5 Guardians. In anticipation for, you guessed it, Halo Infinite on December 8th. We are vast approaching my friends here to go on this saga of master chief with me you know him. you love him spartan ct073 there you go it's chris, me chris trio how are you gooch i'm We're good back. of course as we said last episode mr gaddis not it's here unfortunately not with this us episode again. wasn't feeling well yeah the train goes on so let's jump into it you want to start Sure. Oh, oh, episode 29, Forerunner, Infinity, Reclaimer. Let's go. We're here. Give you a little synopsis to start. The fourth level of Halo, Master Chief, uh, uh, I'm sorry. The fourth, fourth level, level of Halo. Halo 4. Halo 4 codename Forerunner. Let's restart that. I'm having a lot of trouble right now. We This is a longer kind of session. We're getting there. Let me give you a little synopsis here for the Forerunner level of Halo 4. Uh, Master Chief tracks down the Infinity Signal to Requiem's core in hopes of returning Cortana to Earth to address her rampancy. Fade from black, there's a flash as John exits the portal from a previous level into a hallway-like room. John begins to speak. What were those things? Some sort of advanced defense AI related to the Sentinels most likely, but it's hard to say without a closer look. Come on, let's try and figure out where this transit system dumped us. John exits the hall onto a platform with a console, from which what appears to be the planet's core can be seen from the distance. Put me in the console. Where's the Infinity? This is Requiem's core, all right, but Infinity is definitely not here. The satellite in the center is amplifying the ship's broadcast like a relay. Maybe we can use it to respond. Perhaps. Those beams coming off it are creating the interference we've been experiencing. Uh, we'd have to take them out in order to contact Infinity. Can you get us there? Cortana taps part of the holographic display. A portal appears. Opening a gate to the first relay tower. Pull me and let's go. John removes Cortana's data chip and replaces it in his helmet. As we move towards the first pylon, we encounter the Prometheans for the first time. So... Who exactly are the Prometheans? The Prometheans were the highest and most respected group of warrior servants in the Forerunner Ecumen uh, during and after the Human Forerunner War. They were led by the Erdidact, and the Prometheans' main base of operations uh, was Requiem. During the Flood Forerunner War, the Prometheans were converted into digital intelligences known as Knights by the Forerunner machine known as the Composer. These constructs, along with the Didact, survived the activation of the Halo Array, eventually awakening within Requiem and becoming the new threat to the UNSC in 2557. The Promethean forces encountered by the UNSC forces in Jewel Madama's Covenant insurgents on Requiem were primarily mechanical in nature. Significantly different from the original Prometheans, these constructs were created by the Didact toward the end of the Flood conflict in order to render them immune to the Flood infection. These warriors willingly accepted and were relieved of biological form by the Composer. However, as these Prometheans were too few in number to turn the tide, the Didact used the Composure on a large population of humans transplanted on a Halo installation to create more Prometheans. 
Uh, visually, unlike most Forerunner tech, which is chiefly angular and geometric, these Prometheans units have a more curved and almost biomechanical aesthetic. Interesting. So that was a lot of info that they don't deposit here about the Prometheans. But the Prometheans were humans. They were taken from a halo ring by the Didact, used the composer, turned to them, turn in them into basically digital synthetic things. people almost. In a, like, yeah. yeah. And then, but they're just controlled by him. Like they don't have any right. like, free will. Yeah. So, so this was like, that's like the second group of Prometheans. The original group were like normal, normal people. people that decided to become these things. Right. No, they oh. weren't digital. That's, oh, that's oh, what oh, I see what you mean. So I the, see. the didact in order to combat the flood, Turn needed. them digital so that way they couldn't be infected. Right. Actually, that makes yeah. sense. And they're, right. and they're humans. That's like the makes big sense. thing. The Prometheans were. Or, I mean, the and you see their humans. I mean, you see their skulls. Skull. Yeah. 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 All right, let's meet the crawlers. The Promethean crawler is an advanced forerunner AI that appears as a halo for enemy. They are quadru they're quadrupedal in design, uh, meaning they run on all four legs, and are capable of both close quarter and long quarter combat and long range combat have, <laughs> and long quarter combat. Having been engineered uh, to ferociously hunt down and eliminate any foreign threats, it is a common it is common to encounter crawlers in substantial numbers. Most travel in large pack and work together in strategic coordination to bring down enemies by overwhelming them from every conceivable angle. Sounds like a pack of wolves. Yeah, I mean like, for sure. Uh, no, 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 that's I, yeah, that's yeah. just they, that you definitely see the inspiration there. For sure. Uh, they drop the suppressors and bolt shots. They drop suppressors and bolt shots. Oh, that's right, the the weapons. Yes, the weapons. Uh, so we're. Our first, like, brand spanking new arsenal of weapons here. Uh, the first, this is a suppressor. The Z-130 Directed Energy Automatic Weapon, commonly known as the suppressor, is a Promethean forerunner weapon. Fires bolts of charged hard light that pierce and destroy uh, any organic matter. Its rapid firing rate made it a favorite of the forerunner troops against the flood during the forerunner flood war. And also the bolt shot, the Z-110 Directed Energy Pistol. Um... Okay, the bolt shot is a pistol which fires a concentrated bolts of hard light. So, I did not realize how much they overhauled this for Halo Five. Like it's a completely different weapon, and this it's it, the three shots instead. Like and yeah. you can't charge it anymore. Yeah. So some trivia for you: the bolt shot was likely the basis or inspiration for the plasma pistol, as most covenanted weapons were reverse engineered based on the Forerunner technology. So do you understand what that what I'm saying? The the design the idea for the design of the plasma pistol came from this weapon right yeah that makes and i'm sense. like i didn't read like i you know i just did cool. this trivia the other day yeah. i'm like huh i'm like yeah kind of that's interesting interesting so um uh, how do you like the the uh promethean weapons i love the light rifle which we'll talk about soon yeah the the suppressor is kind of meh the bolt shot's kind of meh so i guess for the most part kind of meh in this one, I like them a lot better in the in Halo Five. I think they kind of overhauled them in a much better way. Really, but um, okay. I think for the most part they don't feel too cr like the bolt shots. Interesting, I guess, because it's like the shotgun pistol. Um, mm -hmm. Am I missing any other Forerunner weapons? I'm trying. Yeah, to the binary rifle. The oh, that's the scatter shot. So the scatter shot's great. Love the scatter shot. I love the design physically of them. I think they look really cool, mm -hmm. but I don't necessarily love the way all of them function. And I like when you pick them up at first and they all yeah, kind of do that animation. Form, like yeah. The ch -ch 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 -ch. yeah. I'm trying to think of like what it, you know, it, it sort of reminded me of like Transformers in some way, in the way of like how it like, <laughs> like kind of. Yeah, like it's like the chunk, 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 chunk. Like I don't know, like the when it kind of comes up at first. 
in a good way though but as we move forward we run into the knights the Promethean Knight is an advanced forerunner AI. They can release watchers from their ca carapaces. Yeah, the, ca the carapaces. Carapace, so carapace. like that thing in the, on their back. Yeah. Uh, which increases the survivability of the knights in combat through use of deployable hard light shields and the ability to redirect thrown explosives such as grenades. And they even have the ability to revive other Promethean, fallen Promethean Knights. And we also meet the watchers. The Promethean Watcher is an advanced forerunner AI. They spawn from the carapace of the Promethean Knight and his functional support unit hovering above the battlefield watchers provide support with their bolt shot. From these guys, we can pick up the Z250 Direct Energy Engagement Weapon, known as the Light Rifle. It is a forerunner weapon that fires beams of hard light particles, if not noted by now. Oh, uh, that was a on note the first oh. that we mentioned the yeah, gun gotcha, the yeah. On their hand. Yeah. And then there is the Z040, 040, Attunation. Field generation? Attentuation. Attentuation field generator, more commonly known as the pulse grenade, which is a Promethean forerunner grenade. Like most of the Promethean weapons, it is made from ionized particles. The pulse grenade causes two explosions once upon impact and a few second and once again a few seconds after as it, after it floats in the air. Between these two pulses, it generates a, sp a spherical area of effect that slows vehicles and drains shields and health. When killed by a pulse grenade, the target disintegrates into particles of energy. That happens with like the light rifle too, right? Or at least with the Prometheans, um, I know. They I like think the the incinerator does it. I think it's the 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 binary rifle does it. I don't know if it's a bolt ball. shot does it. I know for a fact, but I don't think the suppressor does. I know yeah. when you shoot Prometheans in the head with it, they like do that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like critical shots yeah. or charge up shots. Uh, Cortana jumps in uh, after we um, have fought the knights for the first time. Uh, I just found out something interesting about our new friends. When the big ones explode, that momentary flash we're seeing is actually a data purge. Can you tap into it? So far, I've managed to pull several strands uh, referring to the big ones as Promethean Knights. Uh, beyond that, though, uh, things get a bit dense. And pretty much before we like go up the ledge here, we find a terminal. You want to read that? The terminal opens with the Forerunner fleet opening the planet Requiem. Camera, he said, opening, orbiting the planet Requiem. Camera cuts to the tall towers, then to a large room in which the Didact and the Librarian are present. The Didact promises the Librarian that he will win the war and stand by her once more. Camera cuts to a scene in space where several human starships drop out of slip space over the Forerunner planet. They scan the planet and learn its population is over two billion. The sudden scans flash red and it re and it is revealed that the planet has a flood infestation. The humans debate alerting the forerunners but ultimately decide on cleansing the planet. Camera cuts to the flood biomass spreading across the forerunner structure and it pans up as the or orbital bombardment begins. John moves through the forerunner tunnel in a series of rocky clearings encountering Promethean resistance along the way. He soon reaches a circular platform and a distorted visual video image of Captain Del Rio appears on the HUD. The relay interface is increasing. We must be close to the pylon. John clears the room of Promethean forces, and his HUD becomes distorted by static. That's you. What's the distortion? That's me. Something about moving through these portals is increasing the load on my systems. You gonna be okay? Don't worry. I've held off rampancy this long, haven't I? After destroying the cores of the first pylon and reaching it, an image of Del Rio flashing the Reclaimer symbol appears. This is Captain Andrew Del Rio. Are there any survivors from the Ford Unto Dawn 
We were approaching your last known location. Did he say forward unto dawn? They must have intercepted our distress beacon. The beacon was pulled into Requiem with us. If they try to follow it, they'll get caught in the gravity well. I'll, I'll keep trying to warn them. You better get the beam down. We shut down the beam down and had to pile on two to do the same thing. I was wondering why Infinity hadn't encountered the Covenant yet. What are they doing here? They're headed for the second pylon as well. That can't be a coincidence. John enters the portal and exits the hall into a similar one as the last. Looks like the Prometheans don't want the Covenant here either. The battle net is already lighting up at the ports of resistances all around the pylon. John ascends the pylon and enters an elevator. UNSC Infinity to Survivor of Forward Unto Dawn. We are reading a faint IFF tag near the planetary core. Do you read? Planet's core? They know we're here. Infinity, this is UNSC AI Cortana. Do not approach the Forerunner planet. Repeat, do not approach. Where is the UNSC asset? Forward Unto Dawn. We read you, but you're breaking up. Helm, increase speed by 22%. Get us in there. Negative, Infinity. Do not approach the planet. If you read us, keep transmitting. No, Chief! You have to get that beam down, now. John grabs the handle and repeats the same cycle as the previous tower. Cortana to Infinity, do you read? The interference is gone, but your suit's transmitters are not strong enough. Move us, move us up to the relay satellite. Already done. Go. John returns to the main platform. Once we're on the satellite, we should be able to respond to Infinity. The Covenant is moving towards the relay, too. Distorted. This doesn't make any sense. Why would they care about the broadcast relay? I'll handle them. You just find that control node. So while we're on our way to that node, uh, John chimes in with... How soon until the Infinity hits the gravity well? A minute or two max. The Covenant are pushing for something at the far end of the satellite. John opens the door and heads to the next area into a firefight. A damaged phantom crashes into the Promethean position, killing them all, and he continues through various enemies and comes to a large outdoor staircase. During that fight, we'll find the beam, or sorry, the binary rifle, the Z750, special application sniper rifle, commonly known as the beam, uh, the, let's keep on to the beam rifle. The binary rifle is a forerunner, is a long-range forerunner weapon. It employs two core-mounted particle accelerators to propel around with unparalleled stopping power that can di uh, bring down distant foes with one shot. When the round impacts an enemy, it causes them to disintegrate, similar to a Promethean Knight when it is killed. It has a five-time zoom and a ten-time zoom to fully to fulfill its purpose as a long-range precision rifle. The rifle emits a high-range visible orange beam from its barrel when aiming, uh, allowing opponents to trace the user's location. Chief, you need to hear this. Detecting unidentified gravimetric disturbances near the planet's opening. Suggest altering approach. Vector, 172K, 150K, 12K. They're not diverting from the opening, Chief. Hurry! John fights his way to raise the platform and two small pillars bearing the reclaimer's symbol. Wait, something's not right. We don't have time. The pillars! Touch the pillars! John places his hand on both pillars. Infinity, this is Sierra 117 of the UNSC Forward Unto Dawn. Do you copy? John watches as the satellite echoes his message. Infinity, do you read? The satellite ominously starts to rise. The Covenant and Prometheans cease fighting and turn to watch. Chief! Chief, let go of the contacts. John lets go and unholsters his rifle. Find us an exit. Don't wait around on my account. John vaults over the wall to his left and takes cover as the satellite releases a sonic wave, knocking over the Promethean and Covenant alike. A small platform descends from the satellite and on it, and it opens to reveal the Ur-Didact. He stands and flexes 
as his warrior armor forms around his body. So fades the great harvest of my betrayal. He waves his hand around to the knights. Lighting, the lighting changes from blue to orange as they are reprogrammed while the Singhili bow to him. So apparently, like, Jewel Mandama's here or some shit. <laughs> and he's like... And he's so just apparently like, this fucking guy just showed up. And he just goes, die, die. So we, can you hear him? Yeah. So I just don't. I'm like, wait, that's who says that? I thought yeah. it was just like an elite. Like the like, didact oh. looks towards John's position. Even these beasts recognize what you humans are oblivious to. Human, your nobility has blinded you as ever. John stands and levels his assault rifle as his cover disintegrates. The didact telekinetically grabs and grabs him and pulls him over. The librarian left little to chance, didn't she? turning my own guardians, my own world against me. But what hubris to believe she could protect her pets from me forever. If you have not mastered these primitives, the man has not yet attained the mantle. Your ascendance may not your ascendance may yet be prevented. Time was always time was your ally human, but now it has abandoned you. The forerunners have returned. Ten men. Booker duet. You're a tin, tin man. man. I'm pretty confident this is that guy. I've been trying to figure out who. Oh yeah, it is. It's, he's in Skyrim. He's yeah. in a lot no, of stuff. No, he's no, he absolutely. It's You're just a funny. tin man, Dewitt. Tin, tin man. man. <laughs> I was like, where is this guy from that I know? Like that I like yeah, specifically he's remember. In a lot him. of stuff. The Didax helmet covers his face. This tomb is now yours. John is thrown against the pillar and tumbles to the ground. He struggles to get up, and the Didact disappears into the satellite. Slip space, Ross, your chief. Move. John runs to the satellite as it. John runs as the satellite vanishes and it cuts to black, fade to black. John wakes up in the rubble. Chief, please, we have to go. That didact. He manipulated Infinity Signal to get us to release him. Get up. John starts to get up and he sees slip space portals, where the satellite used to be. What's happening? Moving, moving the satellite into slip space destabilizes the core. Two phantoms collide, as the. And crash opposite of each other. John shields himself from the blast. The Didact's leaving. We have to find the portal out of here before the whole network collapses. Oh, yeah. So who is the Didact, the villain of Halo 4? Shadow of Sundered Star, more commonly known as the Ur-Didact, was a forerunner Promethean who uh, held an extremely high status in the forerunner society, a supreme commander of the entire military. He wholeheartedly believed the mantle of responsibility the forerunners held to protect life and initially opposed the Halo array as a sin beyond measure. He was also the lover and husband of the librarian. He serves as the primary protagonist of Halo 4. Antagonist? Yes. Antagonist. Um, originally thought to have been physically killed by the former master builder Faber, uh, the didact effectively existed as two individuals during the final days of the Forerunner Flood War. His original self, as well as an implanted consciousness within a young Forerunner known as Born Stellar Makes Eternal Lasting. Classic name. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of uh, Hanar names in Mass Effect. They have names like that. Yeah. Uh, to differentiate the two incarnations, the original Didact was referred to as Ur-Didact, and his other, incarnations, uh, his other incarnation was known as Born Stellar Star Stellar Didact or Isodidact. The Erdidact was eventually exiled on Requiem, not to be awakened until uh, twenty five fifty seven Year of Our Lord. <laughs> <laughs> While the Born Stellar Didact served as the final days of the, the flood conflict, 
um, and was also individually responsible for activating the Halo Array. Uh, so didact is revered from the Greek word didactic, which means to instruct others, especially with regards to morals. Mm. Um, we'll use the ghost to escape the crumbling area. The portal opens on a barren cliff, and John speeds out on the ghost heading to the edge. And Cortana says, whoa, cowboy. So, yeah, we go through that sort of like ghost the run ghost, thing. Yeah. Um and John swerves the ghost sideways, swings out of his seat, and kicks himself away from it. He watches the alien craft tumbles over the edge and explodes. Chief, there! John looks up as the Infinity slowly emerges from the clouds and passes over them. Strangely, uh, strange electricity rips over the ship. Mayday, mayday, this is the captain of UNSC Infinity. We are encountering an unknown gravimetric disturbance. We are without power and on a collision course with an unidentified forerunner planet. John turns and looks at the ship, descends uh, into the jungle canopy. Track its descent. Marking. Impact at predicted 77.8 kilometers due north. All of a sudden, the Didax cryptum rises into the air uh, behind John. It scares the area and boosts toward the jungle. You know where he's headed. John unholsters his assault rifle and starts to walk. Same place we are. So what do you think of the Didact from this? I know there's like... The Didact's kind of lame. In, in the grand scheme of things, kind of lame. I don't really love their design. Really? I like the suit. He has six fingers, too. The suit's cool, but I don't like his face that much. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of Why? Because they don't have noses? And they have, like, teeth on their lips. That's weird. I don't know. I don't, it's, it's, a very, it's different, but so-so. Yeah, I, I think the one weak thing about 4, as we continue, the Didact is just kind of, like, a bad guy. Mm-hmm. He's kind of he's got a cool backstory, like the forerunner stuff. It's interesting, but, he just but doesn't like, like it's humans not for some reason. It's yeah. it, like Halo has never really had. I don't even think Truth is that compelling of a villain. Yeah, I don't know. What what makes him good is the Covenant around him. Sure. Without the no, Covenant, I mean, the entire the story is kind of yeah. No, services I, yeah. the prophet of truth, but I like agree. I don't think the service uh, the story services the didact and like you know he's a one and doneer you know he's not in five you know spoilers, sure. but you know no that makes sense yeah. Our next level, Infinity. This is the fourth campaign level of Halo Four, or sorry, the third. No. Third. No fifth. Sorry, I think so. The 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 wiki doesn't count prologue as a level, a level yeah. so I noticed I was like yeah so this is the fifth uh, following the didact uh, following the didact to the infinity's crash site chief and Cortana descend into the surrounding swamp to rescue Unicy survivors um, the camera angle changes to show the didact is scanning the crash infinity several comrade ships are also converge on the crash site the ship looks intact. Something tells me that's only because the didact wanted it that way. This is Lasky to UNSC Infinity. We're, we're up to our necks and bad guys down here. Does anyone read? This is CR117 of the USNC Forward Unto Dawn. We are on station ready to assist. Negative copy. Sounded like you said you were forward unto dawn. Come again? Signal's bouncing in and out. I can't clean it up. Lighten up their friend or foe tags. Come on. Friend or foe. Friend or foe. <laughs> Light up their friend or foe tags. We're going to need something to zero in on. We'll spend a first chunk of the level following the IFF tags to find Lasky and his team. The door to the small forerunner structure opens. Master Chief is revealed to the Marines that barricaded themselves inside. Three Spartan fours emerge and survey the area. Lasky approaches 
Master Chief. Afraid we were going to have to give you an IOU on that welcome home party. Lasky extends a hand to John, and they shake hands. Tom Lasky, first officer of the Infinity. Never thought I'd see you again. Dossier, Captain Thomas J. Lasky. Uh, he's a human senior naval officer of the UNSC Navy who served through the Human Covenant War and in the post-war years. Since at least 2552, Lasky has served as Captain Del Rio's executive officer aboard the Infinity. Throughout the campaign, in and around Requiem, Lasky uh, showed true potential he held in command, especially in terms of keeping morale high, as well as defending his men uh, when the Infinity invaded by the Promethean Knights. Also re uh, requesting the help of Catherine Halsey, the Office of Naval Intelligence allowed it, as Lasky has shown commitment to the UNSC in terms of following every order given to him, to the extent of keeping John 117's reemergence secret from Dr. Halsey. Lasky was born on August 15th, 2510, uh, to, to Colonel Audrey Lasky, his mother, uh, in Mayor Erythrium, Jesus, Mars. Uh, he began his uh, he began his officer training as a freshman cadet in the Cor Cor Corbulo Academy of Military Science on Securinus Four. Sometime preceding spring 2526, months after hostilities between the UNSC and the Covenant began. Uh, during training, Lasky would end up being uh, during training. Lasky would end up developing a condition which made it gave him an allergic reaction to the cryo drug cytos uh oh my god cytoprothelene cytoprothelene yeah that's it uh which is a vital for cryosleep to prevent damage to cells lasky was judged to be unfit for the unsc and was uh to be medically discharged before necessary paperwork was discharged he could be before necessary paperwork for his discharge could be complete, Circurinus IV was attacked by hostile alien force known as the Covenant, completely overwhelming the, the Academy's Marine Guard and forcing Lasky and his fellow cadets in frontline service. The attack on the Academy prompted one of the first deployments of the Spartan IIs in the war. Blue Team, led by Master Chief Petty Officer John Wunderson, rescued the cadets. So this all takes place in the that short film, UNSC Forward Under Dawn. Gotcha. So they, they do Lasky's backstory. Sure. So, like, huh. when he says, good to see you again, it's because they met They know each here. other, yeah. Right. Huh. Huh. So, Lasky is given a fragment of a hunter armor by Master Chief after Lasky helped him defeat that hunter by drawing uh, its fire so that Master Chief could take it down with a grenade. He still has the fragment, now worn smooth, when the new NSC Infinity investigates the distress signal from the uh, forerunner to dawn. Camera focuses upon an unmasked Commander Palmer giving orders to the Spartan Force. Seal her up! Palmer saunters over to... I'm sorry, I don't mean to break so much, but saunter's a great word that we don't use enough, and I want to see it used more. Palmer saunters over to John with a look of disbelief and amusement. She levels him up. She sizes him up, I think is the, is the correct term there. I thought you'd be taller. That's Palmer saying that. Uh, dossier on Sarah Palmer. Commander, Commander Sarah Palmer... Um, is it okay if I don't read her serial number? It's all right. <laughs> Is a human uh, senior officer of the Spartan Four program serving in the post-war years. She is she has been aug augmented as part of the Spartan Four program and is currently served aboard the UNSC Infinity as the commander of all the Spartan con of the Spartan contingent. Palmer wears a scout variant of the Mjolnir Gen Two armor in lieu of the specialized communication modules built specifically for Spartan officers. Sarah Palmer was born on Luna. On April 13th, 2527, despite their proximity to the home planet, 
her parents harbored a strong dislike of the UNSC. Palmer did not share their views and would later join the Marines, eventually serving 12 tours on eight worlds as an ODST. Palmer was considered a great asset of Oni due to her physical prowess and innate leadership. This isn't... This is a dumb question. Is this the girl from ODST? No. Okay. That's I didn't think so. All right. No, yeah, it's right. not there. By January 2553, she was approached by June to become part of the first recruits for the Spartan 4 program. Palmer's Spartan indoctrination was extensive. Extensive. So much had... So she had to sign an extensive array of approval paperwork in order to consent to all the procedures undertaken. Having never seen physical paper outside of a museum. Oh, that's interesting. Upon receiving her Spartan four augmentations. Trivia. Palmer never appeared during the gameplay in Halo 4. She only appears during the cutscenes. During the level Infinity, Palmer says, I thought you'd be taller to John. This may be reference to the Marines old combat and in combat evolved who, when encountered, encountering the Master Chief, would sometimes say, he's taller than I'd imagine. Better looking, too. A transmission from a radio cuts John and Palmer's encounter short. John, Lasky, and Palmer divert their attention to the Marine on the operable, on the operable radio. Del Rio speaks. Ground forces are ordered to return to the Infinity immediately. Commander, radio's hot. The door closes on the trio. And hey. The door closes, and the trio, along the rest of with the Spartan Force, gather around the radio. Respond to comp on what frequency? What frequency, damn it? Infinity, this is Commander Lasky. Pelican recon teams are down. Repeat, all birds are down. We've got numerous casualties and require immediate assistance. Over. Finally, did you get the coordinates of the gravity well? Affirmative, sir, but we're going to need a bus out of here. Make it happen. Del Rio signs off Lasky's visit invisible dismay. By the situation and Del Rio's lack of support. Del Rio is such an asshole. He's such a caricature of like a like, like standard, standard like yeah. marine like head yeah, like he I know what I'm doing, sir. Especially yeah, when he yells at him later dick. in the like yeah. yeah. Cortana comes in. You were sent on a scouting run in the middle of an attack on the ship. The captain thought the Infinity could provide us cover and hold off some attack at the same time. Palmer approaches Lasky. Sir, we'll never get the wounded back to uh, to the ship on foot. Lasky silently agrees, but he quickly formulates a plan. Lasky approaches John. I don't know if it's too soon to ask you for a favor, but we're gonna need a, but we're gonna run out of breathing room here real soon. I don't suppose you're any good at clearing LZs. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was Palmer. You no, it's, a, it's okay. Yeah. On occasion, I'll send out an all clear once the area is secured. <laughs> on occasion, <laughs> Master Chief being funny. What a thought. Uh, we get out of that cutscene and we immediately turn around uh there's a terminal the terminal opens with a human admiral from the last terminal lying in a bed uh while the didact narrates over their many battles over the years after decades of battles their war is finally over as the admiral is too old and bedridden the didact states uh that there is a time like this for all of us then saying that he will soon face the same enemy the humans have been facing and that his people are afraid camera cuts to a research lab where the librarian is looking at a store flood pod uh, she says that her life's her life workers are investigating uh, that the humans m may never have been attacking the forerunners, but instead are acting as caretakers, destroying planets so that the flood would not spread. Why the fuck would you not tell them? Like so I just don't. I'm confused. They weren't telling them. So they, that... the the humans are destroying forerunner worlds because, because of the flood, flood on, on them. them. Yeah, and they just aren't telling the forerunners. Yeah. 
It seems a little bit like... It's a little bit contrived. I'm like, come on. Like, you're you need a better up, explanation You're than going that. around, you're blowing up multiple worlds, and there's not one point to just be like, hey, maybe we should like let tell these guys the know, yeah. know what, what's, what's going on. Why we're not, we're not maybe just glassing for no reason. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. Should we talk about the Spartan 4 program? We should, because this is the first time in Halo history Master Chief has seen a Spartan other than himself in the games. Which so it's interesting. I I do feel like I'm like when you see the Spartans, you're like, oh, oh this is interesting. All right. No, I didn't we think got that some was guys interesting on too, my yeah. caliber, right? Um, so, what are the Spartan Fours? The Spartan Four program is the fourth generation of the Spartan program, consisting of members recruited from the UNSC military who were augmented to be capable of wearing a new variant of Mjolnir powered assault armor, Gen Two. Uh, this phase was initiated from Admiral Margaret Paragoski, who we talked about before, after the Human Covenant War. Similar to the original Orion Project, Spartan 1, Spartan 4 program would have would consist only of adult volunteers as opposed to young children. No more abducting kids, Trio. God, um, I like it. When the program was started, surviving members of the previous Spartan generations were offered an opportunity to be integrated into it. So, Fred, Linda... Chief's crew is pretty much all old vets yeah. uh, in Halo 5. Um, uh, Spartan 4 recruits are drawn from active combat veterans of any branch, as well as young soldiers who show potential to be humanity's next guardians. The physical augmentations of the Spartan 4s, while more advanced than the predecessors, still cannot produce similar results without hot, without risk of failure without risk of a high failure rate due to lack of genetic requirements. Hmm. This drawback is reconciled by modifying an individual to the closest margin possible of the two previous Spartan programs, physical results, and then relying on uh, Mjolnir, Mjolnir armor uh, to enhance the Spartan abilities even more than the Mjolnir Gen 1. So the, the suit has a lot more to do with it this, with these Spartans. Yes. And in the trivia, it kind of talks about, like, so an average Spartan 4 in Gen 2 can fight on par with a Spartan 2 in Gen 1 due to the armor being more advanced. However, without armor, Spartan 2s are vastly superior to 4s, which makes sense. They were doing, like, more they weren't rigorous do, and, and, and things when they to were them. younger, too, yeah. Right. So. They're younger. They're fucking them up. <laughs> now <laughs> they're literally doing, like, crazy Now they're following the, the rules, yeah. the red tape, like, they're signing stuff, paperwork. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> The Spartan 4s are part of a new branch in the UNSC simply called Spartan. The new branch operates independently of the Army, Navy, and Marines. They are no longer considered assets of the Navy or Office of Naval Intelligence. Hmm. That's interesting. And Chief kind of operates in that gray area. Like, I, I feel like later when we get to a Del Rio cutscene, like, Lasky just kind of, like, looks at Chief and he's like, you just do what you want, dude. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I, I know do, you Yeah, want. like, I know we're not going to, like, what are we going to do? I think Del Rio is the first UNSC person ever to kind of, like, not care about who Master Chief is. It's like, like, I don't he, care, yeah. He doesn't. Like you really are a get, soldier, right? Like you are. It doesn't matter. You're, you're not better than me, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't seem to give a shit about his stature or his rank at all. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure Master Chief outranks him, right? You'd assume. I thought that was the idea. He's like one of the highest ranking. But people. he still follows orders from everyone. Yeah. You know? So it's interesting. It's kind of hard to tell what that means. Instead of being given a number to go with their name, Spartan fours are referred to, uh, referred to as Spartan, followed by their last name or full name. Dr. Catherine Halsey and Cortana consider Spartan 4s to be inferior to Spartan 2s because they haven't undergone a long time of military training and indoctrination. All right, Makes guys. Sense, yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, just just. Well, relax. but I mean, yeah, it does. Like, obviously, if you train someone from almost birth to kill people, they're going to be a little bit, have a bit more of an edge 
But also, augmenting them will definitely help from birth. <laughs> so, w as we finish our cutscene, we turn around, and you'll find the next terminal. We you already said that. Oh. I must have Sorry about that. put it wrong. We'll move through the forest with one... With with our group of marines in an attempt to locate the LZ, we'll find the railgun on the path, and we pick it up. The asymmetric recoilless carbine dash nine twenty, aka the arc dash nine twenty, or simply the railgun, is a compact channel linear accelerator that fires a high explosive round at incredible speed. The charge time is approximately two seconds and can be fired with only a partial charge that causes lesser damage. A direct hit will kill any player regardless of the charge time. We'll hit a dead end, and we'll need to defend Cortana as she hacks the door. John and the Marines repel a wave or two of Prometheans, and John comes back in. Cortana, are we close yet? You do your job, and I'll do mine, okay? All huh? Right, bitch. Huh, trio? You fucker? <laughs> Women. No. <laughs> Jesus. Eventually, all the enemies are cleared. Got it. Passageway is unlocked. Come and get me. John retrieves Cortana to the interface. The door opens into the cave, and they push through as the distortion begins to take over his HUD. I'm sorry about that back there. The hatch of security was more difficult than I expected. It's not okay, bit No, it's all right, is what John says. It's not all right. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing about this is all right, Cortana says. We secure the LZ and then arrive at a location near the Infinity where, alongside a platoon of Spartan 4s, takes a, take a Scorpion tank to the Infinity's hangar. John 117, you know, the Master Chief. Uh, clears the remaining Covenant from from the hangar. Captain Del Rio contacts John via radio. John, 117. This is Captain Del Rio. Lasky just radioed. Chief, you picked a hell of a time to rejoin us. Sir, what's our status? That satellite took down the ship's defenses and extracting data from the ship's mainframe as we speak. Can we break the connection? Main point of contacts on our ship's upper hull. The fastest route is through the maintenance causeway. There's a mantis docked inside the door. Take it. You'll need the extra firepower. So who the fuck is this cocky son of a bitch, Andrew Del Rio? Captain Andrew Del Rio, in fact. In the, uh, he is in the United Space Command. He was given the command of the largest ship in the UNSC fleet, the UNSC Infinity. So I forgot to mention that. So the UNSC Infinity, I think is I think it's, I forgot to put it in the dock. Um, is basically, like, the biggest ship the UNSC has ever made. And it's designed to, like, house and train the Spartan Force. So this thing flies around, and the Spartan Force train on it. Interesting. So that's, like, the point. So, like, the war games in Halo 4 and 5, they all take place on the Infinity. Like, that's, huh. that's like, the idea. Like, that's where they're training. Gotcha. So that makes I, sense. I think that's kind of cool. I think, see, I know, I think the UNSC, I think the Infinity is destroyed in Infinite. I mean, yeah, crap. Oh, no, I guess, yeah. Because okay, that yeah. dude says, like, they're all fucking, like, it's gone. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's a big mm. fucking shit. Ruh -ruh. So what's the, I'm curious where the multiplayer, like, what, what exactly the story is behind it, because there is some. Mm -hmm. um, Andrew Del Rio served as the project manager, manager of the Infinity during its construction and was later given command of the UNSC Infinity in 2553 uh, on in Margaret uh, Par orders that he should keep the Infinity secret. It is noted that Del Rio was not uh, Parangoski's uh, prime choice as she saw him more of a manager than a leader. John exits the hangar and proceeds to activate and enter the Mantis. Getting in that good old Mantis. Uh, the, is that R supposed to be there? Runting, yes. Uh, the Runting, or Yggdrasil, Mark 4. 9. Uh, 
sorry, yeah. <laughs> Mark IX Armored Defense System, also known as the Mantis, is a bipedaled armored fighting vehicle. The Mantis is first put into service in 2403. It was given the nickname Mantis because of its ability to arm ambush 18 heavily guarded Type 27 Mantis anti-aircraft cannons uh, during the Battle of Meridian. On the legendary Turbo Run, the Mantis has also been used in a, by a few notable people. Some trivia for you. Crunting, right? Crunting? Crunting. I don't know. Was a sword given to Beowulf in the ancient poem Beowulf. Idrisil is, of course, the name of the mythical tree of life connecting the nine worlds in Norse mythology. Apparently not true. Uh-oh. No, that's what I was watching that, like, that Conflicting God of, info. That God of War uh, thing, like, where, like, in real Norse mythology... It's not it's, it, the Norse. The, the realms were apparently just somewhere you could just kind of walk to, like where like you could just walk. Really? Yeah, it wasn't like really like Idrisil is more. We don't. So even they're really like know. places on Earth. Kind of, like they're all like you just getting to different realms. Like I don't think they're technically in the same realm, but you can kind of get there. Not by like you don't really. It's weird. It's you. You should really watch that one where he breaks down like all the. Is this all the a stuff. YouTube video you shared IGN a did while it, yeah. ago? Yeah. Talking about like a real Norse expert, like bringing like truthfully, we barely even know anything about Norse mythology for the most part. But there, a lot of it's just like it's pop culture, and pop culture, been. and we've kind of it's fed into it. Definitely intriguing, worth a watch. I think it's something like IGN did it. Like I can't remember the title, but it's like Norse expert dives into God of War's Norse Norse mythology or something like that. Interesting stuff, though. Uh, we'll head right outside of the Infinity and defend the Mac guns and repel the Didax attacked. The Infinity is seen leaving Requiem surface. Scene transitions to Captain Del Rio on the bridge with John, Cortana, and Lasky. Real quick, since we haven't really talked about gameplay at all, and there's a long combat sequence as we're on the the bridge, not the bridge, but like the hull of the Infinity fighting. What's your thoughts on Halo Four? I Can't, like it. Uh, I, I do like it a lot. I think they make you focus a lot more on the. I mean, I guess they always did the more pinpoint weapons in the way of like you're aiming for the 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 crawlers' heads. You're really trying to take down the, the Prometheans by shooting them in their like their center mass. Um, I was definitely holding back a lot more and clearing with like long range weapons than mm -hmm. I feel like I was maybe in the other ones. Yeah, I mean, how, what do you think about like the, the sort of like again we kind of got the redesigned battle rifle, uh, DMR. <sighs> they feel rifle, very, they, they feel similar enough to me where I'm not really noticing a huge difference in that way. Like I, they felt very felt like settling back in home. You know what I mean? It's our it's our it's our home base. But, um, no, I don't know. Nothing too crazy to report, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, we're... It's fun. We're six like games I said, in. It's fun. Like, yeah, I, sorry. I... Yeah, we're I, six games in. Like, and it feels like we're moving... It's only going to change so much. It doesn't feel like we're just sitting in a spot defending and then moving on. It feels like we're kind of always moving towards something. It's good. It is. Cool. Yeah, I, I am I am having a much better time with this game than I, like, originally have thought. Where, like, Reach was the exact opposite. I was, like, just not having... No, oh, with great. it. Yeah. All right, so I'll jump in with... Uh, Infinity scene. Right, but do you want to be Del Rio? I'll be Lasky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go Infinity for it. Infinity is seen leaving Requiem's surface. Scene transitions to Captain Del Rio on the bridge with John, Cortana, and Lasky. Del Rio comes in with, What I want to know, people, is where the hell did those things come from? It's possible that they're native to Requiem or whatever counts as native for a Forerunner AI. We've never seen this type before, uh, this type of offensive reaction before from any other installation. Other installations. Mr. Lasky. I like how he calls him Mr. Lasky. Very strange. It is. 
Uh, Lasky displays a holographic image on one of the remaining Halo rings and a base constructed in an asteroid field. Infinity's mission has been to locate the remaining Halo rings and establish permanent bases to study them for decommission. We've got locations up and running uh, around installations 5 and 3. We've been to installation 3. It's Delta Halo. Um, or sorry, we've been to 5. That's Delta Halo. 3 is not. Uh, but lately, they've run into some setbacks. A science team got zapped, excavating a Forerunner artifact. The sensor data is all we have left. A wealth of con concentrically aligned Forerunner glyphs are displayed holographically. Interesting. These symbols are uh, a derivation. Uh, der derivation. Like it's der derived. Derived. Yeah. So it's div. These symbols are a derivation of the Forerunner glyph system. These symbols are derived from the Forerunner glyph system. Would make that probably. I guess yeah, it doesn't matter. Continue. Uh, our geeks manage, and our geeks managed to pull some coordinates. I'll give you the three guesses as to where they led. Our geeks. I know. I did what? pick that. It's funny. I, I thought I just misread that. Palmer calls them eggheads. Yeah, I know. Like I think I've mentioned that. I fucking hate it. It's so. Palmer pandering. cuts in with a hand, with and hands a data pad to Del Rito. Palmer says, "Sir, Gypsy Company is prepped and ready to roll on your orders." Thank you, thank you, Palmer. Mister Lasky, take point. I want boots on the ground in 60. Captain. Del Rio is clearly put off by John's questioning tone. This, this is, is a... F well. Oh, yeah. You started reading Del Rio. That's all right. <laughs> oh, I thought I was... Oh, that's right. I forgot. Oh, no, no. You were. No, you, were. you, thought, were, yeah. you were. This is the first contact scenario, Chief. Priority is free... Is Priority is to free Infinity from Requiem's gravity and file a threat assessment back at Fleet Comp. You mean we're leaving? Sir, Infinity drove the didact back. He's vulnerable. He isn't the only one. You should know what... You, uh, he isn't the only one. You know what I, th I think of you, of all these people, would appreciate the benefit of living to fight another day. Dario walks away. Chief and Cortana simply stare at each other in silence, perhaps quietly condemning their current predicament. Screen fades to black. Um, some trivia. This mission marks the first time Master Chief has met another Spartan in five years and is the first time in any Halo game. Um, there are several buttons around the inside of the Infinity. Upon activation, a voice will notify the reason why the player cannot enter. One of the responses includes access denied. Hergok population reserve, reserves accepts absolutely no personnel during... Category 3 emergency states are higher, implying the UNSC has adopted the engineers into the ships for repair work and for possibly uh, technological advancement. Our final level. We're getting through this, man. We'll, we, we, we're, we're, we're doing it. We're doing I'm it. I'm so hungry. <laughs> Let's continue. These are long. Synopsis. The Re fifth. Reclaimer. Of Reclaimer. The synopsis <laughs> of Reclaimer. Fifth campaign level of Halo 4. Infinity sends... The Master Chief and Gypsy com Company into neutralize. I'm surprised they can use that. I guess that was different. Gypsy? Gypsy's a no no word now. Yeah. It's, no, I know. No, not that I I don't really care. Uh, it's, but it is just fun like that. Like, is it like it's racist? Like, I guess so. Apparently it's like, because, like, I guess, like, people who are. Like, there's a correct term for gyp, like, for. Like I don't want Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. No, I don't know. Well, because I think gypsies were specifically, like, from a, <laughs> a certain place. But, anyways, I just said it more times. So, anyways. Uh, <laughs> Gypsy Command uh, sends Master Chief and Gypsy Command to neutralize. Company. Company. Oh, I'm sorry, Gypsy Company to neutralize the gravity wall, keeping them on Requiem. 
Captain Andrew Del Rio surveys Requiem's surface from the window of the Infinity's Bridge. Two broadsword fighters pass overhead, disappearing along the horizon. He gazes around the bridge for a brief moment and walks over to the holodeck. The hologram depicts a pelican flying through a desert canyon. Del Rio proceeds to address the ground teams. Infinity to Gypsy Company. The air corridor to the gravity well is blocked by a network of particle cannons. Scene transitions to the interior of a pelican. The Master Chief, Marines, and two Spartan fours observe a holographic display of Del Rio as he speaks. Infinity shields are still down. Open the lane for us to move up and provide air support. Cap. Cap. I'll be Master Chief. Captain, what's Force Recon's assessment of the terrain? I know you've been off the field for a while, Master Chief, but this is a blow-through op. Sending in recon would just slow us down. What a dipshit. Like, the, Again, I think the, they really did. Tone, they make, they, it's his tone. Like, he's a bit always he condescending. classic, like, caricature-ish, like, just shitty commander. Like, I don't think anyone would talk to Master Chief like that. No, like, I think, like, I mean, maybe that's to just show you maybe where the UNSC is at now at this point. And, like, yeah, I think. Like, I th there's just I, some shitty people in charge now. And, like, I don't know, yeah. But, uh, yeah, where's Hood, man? Where's, yeah, where's Ron? Hood? Where's Ron Perlman? An image of a particle cannon appears next to Del Rio. Telemetry indicates that the particle cannons are being... Oh, wait. No, we, we switch. Image of a particle cannon appears next to Del Rio. Telemetry indicates that the particle cannons are being controlled from command posts southwest of our position. Roll on that target and neutralize those guns. We'll meet on the other side and take out the gravity well. Infinity out. I don't know about you, but I usually like a little more intel with my intel. We'll make it work. Um, how do you like, like, Cortana's dialogue is very, like, comedic in this game, I've noticed. Like, a lot of the lines I've been reading, oh, like, you like know. A, a little cheeky. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. It's a little bit more than it usual. It doesn't feel out of character for me. I guess no. it doesn't stick, it hasn't stuck out to me. Also, I feel like she would be compensating for the fact that she's rampant. That's true. So that's yeah. definitely a good, so that's I feel a good like she, she, point of observation. Yeah, she might be trying to make more light of the situation. Absolutely. Del Rio ends the transmission, and Cortana says, "I just we just did that. The Pelican. Oh, my apologies. <laughs> the Pelican prepares to land, and John turns to the door as it opens. The Marines and Spartans four form up, and Spartan fours form up behind him, along with Gypsy Company and Lasky. We'll board the Mammoth and make our way to the Particle Cannons. So we are getting in the Mammoth, the M510 Siegework Ultra Heavy Mobile Anti-Aircraft Weapons Platform, also known as the Mammoth, is the largest UNSC vehicle and appears only in Halo 4. It resembles a larger, more mobile elephant. It is a mobile FOB forward operation base, command base on six wheels. The Mammoth can transport and deploy smaller vehicles like the Warthog or the Mongoose, as well as infantry units. Uh, cargo door at both ends for deployment of vehicles and sports two winches uh, among other practical loops and hooks on the front for multiple uses. Uh, the Mammoth is also three stories tall, the lowest level being the garage, the second where the command center of the vehicle is located, and the topmost is the outer deck exposed partially outside for observation and combat uh, and the location of the Mac guns and the side-mounted rocket turrets. While moving the first particle cannon, the pelican containing the designator is shot down. Master Chief must retrieve it and then destroy the cannon himself. On our way to the second cannon, a lich appears damage and damages our mammoth. We'll have to board the lich and take it out if we wish to continue. I always hate it when something needs a targeting gun. Like if it's, I get it, if it's like a satellite, maybe. 
But like, why can't you, you do just... it a lot in Mass Effect Three? Yeah, actually. like, why can't you just <laughs> shoot something from the elephant? I I think it's because the targeter gives them a literal pinpoint Point. Okay. accuracy. And I mean, like, because there I are weapons like is. that. Like, I like it's not. It's just more interesting. I just was like, why? Like, what if that just went down over the edge? <laughs> like, what? If, like they just got shot down and just, pew. Like, well, I guess they have multiple. Right, you know, you know. What do you mean? Because isn't it in that pelican or something that right. like goes so down? Right, so you aim the targeting. No, I know, but then it goes down. And there's like a cliff there. Like, what if they went down over the cliff? But what if? Oh, and they <laughs> you know, weren't, they weren't able to get, get it. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think there's multiple though. Yeah, well, so, this yeah. is a game. Yeah, exactly. Let's relax. Exactly. I'm just, I'm just saying. So we are getting in the Lich. Uh, this is like the only new Covenant vehicle this game. Um, the T56 ground support ultra heavy deployment platform, also known as the Lich, is the Covenant's largest mass deployment platform, providing a heavy armament. And high volume troop uh, and material deployment. Deployment platforms such as LITs are rarely documented in human combat, as encounters with the vehicle usually result in complete domination and destruction of all resisting forces. Jesus. So, so dramatic. I mean, why aren't they rolling these out then all the time? <laughs> I think they're, they're essentially meant to replace the scarabs. That's right. You know yeah. how you like you get, you get inside it. Yeah. I, I really like the liches for some reason. No, it's cool. I like Do you, you get, get in them, them multiple times in this? I feel like they because uh, I don't even once remember. Or twice yeah, more. I don't know. I know like, they're they're in like they're in the game yeah. more, but um, yeah, I really like. This no, it's segment. definitely red, like scorpionish, scarabish. Yeah, I think sorry, I said yeah. scorpion. No, I yeah. scarab. Uh, the chief boards the mammoth and begins to move towards the next objective. After destroying the lich, the mammoth reaches a series of waterfalls and can, comes to a stop. There is a double rainbow Easter egg here. Double by rainbow the way. all the if way. If you like aim in the bottom, there's like two <laughs> rainbows. <laughs> As the mammoth begins moving again, the chief's HUD flickers as Cortana experiences another rampant episode. They don't care about you. They replaced you. Blasted. It's okay. How? How is this okay? How is putting you at risk because I can't hold it together okay? Chief, do you, under do you understand what rampancy is? We just don't shut down. Our cognitive process begin to dividing exponentially. According uh, to our total knowledge base, we literally think ourselves to death. You know I won't let that happen. And if it happens anyway? The mammoth rounds a corner, coming to a dead end. A small path leads up ahead to the forerunner structure on the right. 117, Lasky. Go, Commander. We've got significant blockage up ahead. I think this is about it for the mammoth. The command, uh, the Cortana. The command post for the particle cannons is through that trench. Sir, I can move faster alone. We'll see you back on the Infinity, Commander. Lasky out. We'll exit the Mammoth and move to the Forerunner facility to take the Particle Cannon Array offline. Cortana, as I have in the talk. Cortana <laughs> says, we've reached the coordinates. This looks like the place. Yeah, we'll do a little fighting into that facility. Uh, the Chief proceeds, plugging Cortana into the console. And she says, the Particle Cannon Network must use these arrays for targeting and guidance. It's an automated system, so it won't technically allow me to redirect the cannons to fire one another. Technically. Uh, Cortana shuts one of the cannons down. Uh, Cortana to infinity, uh, or all of them. She shuts all of them down. Cortana to infinity. The gun should be offline. How's it looking up there? Infinity? Cortana. Something's in here. Chief. Ah. Cortana disappears from the console. Cortana? Cortana? As the chief makes his way back, a hard light bridge appears on his left. The chief follows it a, through a tight series of corridors. Arriving to find five sentinels waiting by a door. The door opens as he approaches, and a beam of blue light with Cortana standing inside it waits on the other side. As he steps into it, the screen washes white. The chief holds up a hand, trying to see through the shrine of Requiem's artificial sun. A figure descends t t towards him from above. Who are you? 
I am what remains of the forerunner, once known as the librarian. <laughs> Let's see how I can keep this up. <laughs> My memories were retained to assist humanity on their path to the mantle. Though sadly, the plan is now at risk. The didact is leaving. Requiem. Soon, you must not allow it. Leaving? He seeks this, the composer, a device which will allow him to finally contain the greatest enemy ever faced by the Forerunners, you. Mankind spread into the stars with an unexpected, desperate violence. Entire systems fell before the Didact's warrior servants rose to halt the aggression. When the Didact finally exhausted the humans, after a millennia, his sentence was severe. We had no way of knowing that the Forerunners were not your only enemy. Humanity hadn't been expanding. They were running. Weakened from our conflict, we were no match for the parasite which pursued you. The Forerunners made plans for a final great journey. Notice the great journey yep. part right there. Yep. Uh, but the Didact refused to yield to, for, uh, our mantle of responsibility. He would save all life in the galaxy at, at a cost. In the Forerunner's quest for transcendence, the composer had been intended to bridge the organic and digital realms. It would have made us immortal, but its results soured. The stored personalities fragmented, and our attempts to return them into biological states created only abominations. The flood only assimilated living tissue. The composer would not provide the didact his solution and his revenge. The Prometheans, they're human? They were only the beginning. He would have encrypted your entire race if we had not removed the composer from his care and imprisonment here. Reclaimer, when I indexed mankind for repopulation, I hid seeds from the didact Seeds which that would lead to this eventuality. Your physical evolution, your combat skin, even your Ancilla Cortana. You are the culmination of thousands of lifetimes of planning. Your combat skin, is that like his armor, she's saying? Yeah. Interesting. A low rumble is heard. He has found us. Behind the librarian and platforms rise from the, from the clouds. Promethean knights perched atop them. Even in death, her meddling continues. Reclaimer, the, the gene song I placed within you contains many gifts, including the immunity to the composer. But I must unlock it. How? Rel the didact says, relinquish your contact, essence. <coughs> We're almost done. Your evolutionary journey must be accelerated. Can I defeat the didact without it? No. Then do it. Prepare. No hesitation. No, I know. He's like, fine. No hesitation. <laughs> yeah, just evolve me. So... Master Chief evolves. I don't know. Like, what is that? Like? It's, it's very. Yeah, I guess Master Chief is is the official, most evolved form of human ever. Hmm. So, like, I guess on a genealogical level. Hmm. Um, so, I'm gonna talk about the composer when we actually see it in the mantle of responsibility. But like, the mantle of responsibility is essentially like. You're the, like, the big dog of the universe. It's your responsibility to, like, keep everyone safe, I think. Sure. And then the composer, right. So the didact uses the composer on the, on the humans and turns them into, like, combat forms to fight. And the idea was, like, they were going to do that to themselves and then go back. But going back didn't work. Interesting. And it turns them into monsters. So, uh, like, that wasn't an option. Okay. So using the halo arrays, they, they would just wipe themselves out. So that's essentially what they did. Huh. So, and... Humanity was better than the Forerunners, and then they got knocked down a peg by the the Flood. They're gone. Humanity is... The Librarian... I, I, I talk about this uh, in the Librarian's doc, but she, like, keeps humanity on a Halo ring to repopulate Earth. 
So that's what she does. So she wipes so that them all, all happened, and then we got to like the year of our Lord and Savior, twenty five fifty seven. After <laughs> that, and so we went through like basically all this evolution, not to get yeah, to, to get this to where we're at. Where so basically, so that happened like thousands and thousands of years, years ago. ago. So the librarian plants the ideas of the Spartans, smart AI, and Mjolnir armor into humanity that they would eventually get there to create a combat skin yeah the armor yeah and uh and then Scylla, which is an, an ai, an AI yeah. and then master chief huh. i don't know if it was the point of just like uh, yeah like one person like, one, would like be not specific but yeah just this is what it ended up being him this is like yeah. i think this is like this is like the whoa it's cool it is it does feel a bit too planned out pretty to me like how did yeah. you know like yeah, yeah, it's a little like master chief, yeah like you know? okay but uh, no, that's cool. That's very interesting. Honestly, again, it's not something I even really like comprehended when I. First I remember these games. when I first watched this cutscene, and I was like, "Matt, did Master Chief just fucking evolve? <laughs> like, I like didn't even understand. That is it. weird. Like, what am I watching? Yeah. Like, and like you don't really see it. No, you don't. And and I love how his reaction. He's like, "Do I need to do it? Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. I'll evolve. It's not because he for wants, humanity. Yeah. yeah. For fuck's sake. For Cortana. So this is like this is the I think the only interaction with the librarian we have. Uh, her name is First Light Weaves Living Song, more commonly known as the librarian, was a forerunner who served as the life shaper uh, and leader of the life worker cast. She sought to document and index all sentient life of the Milky Way and protect them from being absorbed into the flood by sending them into a shelter of the Ark. Uh, of all the races she indexed, she deeply respected humanity, whom she viewed as special among all of sentient life she had seen. She had felt that saving them was well worth dying for. Hmm. Soon after the human forerunner war, the librarian learned of the flood and its potential threat to the galaxy. After successfully pleading with the council to preserve as many humans as possible due to their possible knowledge for a cure for the flood, she focused on studying humanity and aiding the didact with the creation of shield worlds. Soon she noticed the rapid development of humans and therefore hid their progress from the council, the master builder, and most importantly, the didact. The librarian would go on to betray and imprison her husband, the didact, for what he did to humanity with the composer. After leaving her husband and Requiem, the librarian returned to Earth to make sure that her life workers had gathered enough humans to ensure the survival of the race. Some trivia. The librarian's glyph is an emblem in Halo 3's multiplayer. Uh, the librarian is also mentioned in Halo 3's terminals and conversations, and she is known as L. So again, I think we, we like... This is we where the Halo about Bible the came in. Yeah. Right. It's like, like, okay, like... Oh, we can pick this kind of obscure thing out that is there already. But we can expound, ex expand upon it. The librarian is the second forerunner whose face has been depicted in the Halo series. The first being the Didact. Uh, other forerunners have been seen, but they're all wearing combat skins. Hmm. So, like in in Anniversary, we see forerunners, but they're wearing armor. Yeah. I think the combat skin thing is pretty interesting because, no, like, yeah, e even the Oracle talks a lot about how, oh, like your armor is like an okay like defense against the flood and the weapons and he talks about is like your you know your guns aren't very ineffective like why yeah, did you why bring did those? you yeah. why didn't you bring something better cuz like clearly he, he knows they should be ready more ready right. like, yeah. he he knows I, mean, I guess he knows what the librarian was doing for humanity yeah. so he would it's assume like well wouldn't you be more advanced than this by now or something yeah right mm. yeah it, it's really cool like there's a lot of lore oh, there and it's like it's like again it's not really something you're like, like that, keyed into in the actual game you get exposited yeah. all that information it's kind of like Oh, yeah, okay. You know. Mm -hmm. um, the librarian manipulated the DNA of reseeded humans to guide them towards the development and the skills 
uh, and technology they would acquire to uphold the mantle, such as technologies including augmentations, the Spartan twos, um, the advanced combat skins, the Mjolnir armor, and AI creation. These manipulations would eventually culminate in the creation of one specific human who would play a central role in mankind's reclamation of the mantle. Hmm. Fucking nuts. I, nuts. Love, I love these. I just love the... Um, the weight i do it's so cool uh chief gets gortana after this you know he just evolved (laughs) and escapes uh there is a terminal though before we leave trio the terminal opens with a shot of a halo installation panning to a village of regressed humans the didact states that the actions of these humans threatened the galaxy and as their punishment and this is their and this is their punishment the librarian questions the didact's punishment of reducing the genetics of human race and saying that if not for their encounter with the flood their gene plan could have surpassed the forerunners. The didact insists the mantle is their own and no one else may have it. So the didact is just kind of like, we're forerunners, we're the best. We're better. Yeah. But like the humans were clearly better. They got knocked down a peg and now he's like, fuck them. That's what That's they just, deserve. Well, yeah, we'll leave we're them cavemen there, yeah. now, yeah. again at this point. And I think we're on the Halo ranks. I, I don't think we're on Earth. Huh. Or maybe we're on Earth, but like they're repopulating us. Interesting, yeah. And so we work our way out of the installation and we just go through a portal. A lot of portals in this game, like you're saying. A lot of portals. A lot of portals. Yeah, that's really... And our boy, Marcus Stacker, he's back. I'm reading Sierra 117 on sensor. Everyone form up on the chief. Woohoo! Stacker is back and he insists on us destroying the gravity well. Cut to the camera on Infinity's, uh, on Infinity's fired projectile. It hits the gravity well, destroying it with a clean shot. And it cuts to John as he watches the well explode before walking off. Scene fades to the Infinity ship in flight, then inside Master Chief, Cortana, Del Rio, Lasky, and Palmer reside. All right, I'll be Cortana and Lasky is one line. Okay. Okay, and so you'd be Del Rio. I'll be Del Rio and Chief still yeah. Infinity cannot handle that kind of punishment, not again. This isn't about us or this ship anymore. Sir, we've seen what that didact is capable of. If we let him leave this world, humanity will be at risk. Look, I understand what you think you saw. Think? With all due respect, sir, I know what I saw. Del Rio, ang- Del Rio angrily approaches the chief. And with all due respect, chief, with all due respect you so- to you, soldier, I am not willing to jeopardize my ship because of the hallucinations of an agent's aging Spartan and a malfunctioning AI. Sir, what if he's right? Del Rio pauses and looks at Lasky with disgust. Nav, as soon as we know where we are, as soon as we know we are all right, well, no, as soon as we know no, we're we are airtight, tight. I want a course laid to the canine, the current, current, how do you say that? Karen A? Karen A station. Calm, prepare a warning beacon. The room begins to shake and everyone looks up as Cortana flashes red with anger. I will not allow you to leave this planet! <gasps> As Cortana finishes her sentence, she releases a burst of energy and then expresses regret. Cortana. I, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to do that. Commander Lasky, pursuant to Article 45 of the UNSC Regulation 12-145-72, I am ordering you to remove that AI data chip and retire it for final dispensation. Don't, please. I, I don't want to. You don't want me to. Please. Remove the chip now, Commander. Please, I don't want to. Lachi reaches out for the chip, but Master Chief cuts him off and takes the chip. Give me that chip. You better get mad. The Master Chief puts uh, the chip into his helmet. The didact has to be stopped. If you won't do that, I will. 
I am ordering you to surrender that AI. The Master Chief stands up to Del Rio's face. No, sir. Oh, it's so good. And I love how nobody's like, <laughs> like everyone's just like, Del what Rio do we do? He stands back and looks at Palmer and points to the chief. Lieutenant, arrest this man. Captain. Arrest him. Captain. Get word back to Earth that trouble is coming. Cortana and I will do what we can from here. Lasky nods at Chief, and the Chief walks away as Del Rio and Lasky stand and stare at him. That is the end of Reclaimer. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on our Halo journey. We are halfway through already Halo 4, and we're, we're trucking right along. One more level. One more one, level. One more. Sorry, one more episode. One more episode, and... Then we'll be off to the races is on Halo really 5. Is it one more episode? I thought it was two more levels. Or two, or, 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 there's four more levels left. So I thought it wasn't that. Oh, it's four, isn't it? Yeah. yeah it's, there's four. It's I'm shut sorry, down, two. Composer, and then there's two more after that? I think so, yeah. Thank you all so much for joining us on this podcast. Our Halo 4 Re 3 will keep trucking along. You can find this podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Just search the Delco Nerd Network, or just Delco Nerd Network. We don't have any the on it. But uh, you can find our social media pages. We are at Delco Nerds on most things. We have a Facebook page. You can just search Delco Nerd Network. All this information can be found on our website, DelcoNerdNetwork.com, as well as our Discord channel and our Gmail, DelcoNerds at gmail.com. Please email us your comments, questions, or concerns. For Gooch, I've been Trio. Thanks for watching, guys. Stay nerdy, and we will see you next time.